Hi, I'm Lawrence Carroll, and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. I'm the author of ETS for the Long Run, Dividend Stocks for Dummies, and a contributor to Forbes.com and Barron's. Each week on Two Question Tuesday, we randomly pick and answer two questions from clients of focused wealth management. This week's questions will be answered by Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focused Wealth, and Michael Passante, the firm's Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, guys. Hi, good morning. Mike, good morning. Oh, well, okay, Phil is in Italy this week, so he's going to yeah, be that, that that Boken Via behind me is not from Newburgh, but uh, you know we uh, we've been busy at the office, so we're we're also to, we're working on a little bit of vacation. So, so he's going to be our international correspondent today and tell <laughs> us what's going on in Europe. Um, reports here say the Europe's economy is slowing down. The Europe. The euro is at a 20-year low as inflation hits a record 8.6% in June and recession risks rise. Yesterday, Germany posted its first monthly trade deficit in 30 years. So here are the questions. What are you seeing and reading over there, Phil? How bad is inflation in Europe and what are the implications this has on the U.S. economy? It is bad. So look, gas prices in Italy have always been more expensive. Uh, heavy reliance on Russian crude, I think about 40 to 50 percent at one point. Uh, the Russians are turning are threatening to turn off the spigot entirely. Uh, Italy, just like Germany, did fire up their coal plants uh, as well. So you, you see, you know, these environmental friendly nations really going back towards coal. Um, what really struck me was the first, you know, getting off the plane and going driving by the first gas station I saw. Don't forget, gas was always typically expensive here. But $8 a gallon, um, you know, if you translate the $2 a liter and translate the gallons, it's roughly $8 a gallon here. Uh, very, very expensive. And don't forget, this is a service-based hospitality, exporting-based economy. Um, you know, and manufacturing, not so much as they used to. But, but you're talking about, you know, uh, commodity prices really, really weighing. Uh, down here. So um, the other thing, a uh, huge thing that actually hit my family personally uh, is COVID. I mean, this place is on fire. My two daughters uh, got COVID um, on fire uh, everywhere you go. Um, you know, they took away the mask mandate and whatnot. And the Italians are kind of forced to open because that's what they do. And uh, it's not a good situation. So I, when I look at their inflationary prices, I think they ran uh, about 30-year highs to Larry's point, look at the euro today, uh, 103, 20-year lows today on the euro, 103. Now, what I always, and, and Mike, you know, what we always like to look for uh, in times of market distress, you know, Italian sovereign debt, the Italian 10-year is one of the highest interest rates in the world for a G7 nation sovereign debt. Uh, if you look at the spreads between the Italian 10-year uh, treasury and the German Bund, which is the German 10-year, you know, sovereign debt, really whining right now. And, um, you know, the political situation as always, I mean, the old joke is what did you do this summer? I was president of Italy, right? And I love saying that joke. It's pretty funny. Um, but, you know, in all seriousness, Draghi is not very popular right now. Um, and, uh, you know, Draghi spent a lot of time at the ECB. And um, I think that his policies are, are having a tough time going and very unpopular. Uh, looks like a turn to the right here is possible. Uh, what's that mean for the overall economy? It's, it's going to be interesting. But, you know, over the weekend, I think the big thing to focus on are U.S.-China talks, right? First time Yellen spoke to their uh, Treasury Secretary in, in, you know, about a year. 
um, looking at the tariffs, taking those away, which are set to expire, most of the, a lot of them uh, coming up, but negotiations. Um, and until you get resolved in the Ukraine situation uh, to, or lowering these energy prices, it's going to be very, very tough. And these effects are felt globally. The food prices have soared. Uh, and I think that makes it very difficult. Uh, it makes it uh, humbling. It makes you, you know, not want to waste anything uh, and, 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 you know, have respect for other people because you could tell there's a hard time on their way here. And uh, also, you don't see the Russian yachts, obviously, out, you know, where you always see the oligarchs uh, hanging around some of these towns. But uh, so it's interesting. Um, yeah, there's definitely stress on this economy. And uh, is it in a recession right now? Probably not because of the summer tourist season. Would it go into one? You know, I, I think definitely if it's not in one already, like we continue to believe the U.S. is in a recession right now. Did I yeah, answer I the question, Larry? No, I think you did. I think you were really good. And to be honest with you, you know, everybody really looks at the current rate of inflation here in the United States at 8.6%. Most other countries around the world are more than double that. Like, I think the rate of inflation yeah. in most areas, well, Germany actually ticked down month over month, but most other, even developed countries are in the double digits now, which is telling, especially with, you know, the environment that you're kind of seeing right now. Yeah. And, you know, you, uh, the fast casual, you know, the, the lower end food type things are definitely seeing, you know, more of a boom than the higher end. So we're, you know, we're seeing interesting effects uh, from this. And, um, you know, with the lower euro and the amount of export they do, uh, being a 20-year lows, I don't know how some of these countries with 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 uh, fuel costs don't go or not already in a recession. And they still have this COVID out there. And the, the COVID is, uh, you know, it's pretty unbelievable down here. Yeah, it's a lighter variant, but it's still causing havoc. Okay, well, the markets in Europe are crashing today. We're not crashing, but they're down about 2%. And um, so that makes me ask, are there any opportunities for investing in Europe that we should consider? I got to tell you, man, in the dollar, you know, you're 103 right now. We, 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 our target was 105 on the euro. You're at 103. If this thing goes to parity, I think you got to buy European large cap value. I don't know how you don't long term a decade out. I, I just don't see how you, you don't do that. Um, these assets are cheap. Uh, they were 115 at the beginning of the year. Don't forget, 95% of foreign investing is directly related to currency conversions. Uh, picking up some euro here, uh, I, it makes a lot of sense. Mike, I defer to you. Yeah, oh, no, I I would like to personally see some movement in inflationary trends, especially in oil. And I mean, the one really interesting scenario and variable looking at is oil starting to roll over and starting to break. Yeah. Um, mostly because the narrative is beginning to shift and change a little bit from everybody being overly concerned about inflation to recession. And it almost yeah. seems like now the recession narrative is actually eclipsing that of inflation. And it seems to be everywhere around the world for the most part, with the lone exception of China, who just announced a, a pretty sizable infrastructure package this morning again, and appears to be stimulating. I mean, if you look at just regular economic trends, I mean, the Atlanta Fed GDP nowcast went negative 2% last week. Um, yep. You have a exactly US what Fed, you've been saying. You know, we you, are in you have a US Fed US. chairman who's completely dismissive of this and continues to say he sees no material breakdown in US economic growth. So, you know, I've been reading a lot of history here and uh, looking at a lot of long term trends, and it's very hot. I, I think that when you look at um, 
when you look at this recession, I think it'll be very light, but I think this could be a long one. And I actually saw Nomura put out a report uh, last night saying very similar things. Like, I think this could be a little bit longer than we're you know expecting. Shallow, but just not good until you have some policy response. Yeah, you, ha- you have to have policy response. You have to have movement on the tax front. I continue to say that. Rates backed off big last week. Look at that 10-year treasury down in the two sevens again, I saw. And with yeah. the euro, don't forget, dollar's strong. So, you know, that means the U.S. economy is, again, the cleanest, dirtiest shirt in the world, hands down. So what do you say is going to be longer? Ahead. You think a recession is going to be longer? Is that what you mean? I don't think it's going to be a quick <clears throat> 2020 COVID March recession. I think it's going to be, you know, three to three to five, three to six quarters. Unless something changes. Gotcha. Um, Mike, do you have anything else you want to say? Do you want me to rail on Powell more? <laughs> no, no, that was fine. Okay. Well, no, I, I mean, like, ultimately, at the end of the day, from an economic data standpoint, last week's release of data was pretty bad. Um, you know, some things I want to particularly highlight, in addition to the Atlanta Fed GDP now cast being a negative 2%. And again, I don't see anything in the month of June that's going to move the needle because we're continuing to get May's data right now. So I have a hard time believing anything in June really sequentially improved. The personal savings rate fell to its lowest spot in 14 years. Um, Personal spending in uh, last Thursday's economic data release went from plus 0.7% month over month to minus 0.4%. You have a Fed chairman that's continuing to tell you that the consumer is in really good shape. And that's just not the case, especially when you look at recent data surveys that are around the world, around the U.S. in conjunction with this personal spending report. And, you know, the yield curve is basically inverting. And even last week during his testimony, Powell said that he wasn't really overly concerned about the yield curve inverting. When do you have a Fed chairman that's not concerned about, you know, an indicator that predicts 100 percent of recessions? basically going into inversion mode. So, I mean, what's really interesting is the the movement in interest rates over the course of the last week, the market dynamic is shifting. The market is almost no longer concerned about rising rates of inflation. It is more concerned. In fact, I was just going to say before, I I think you cut your losses in bonds by half uh, going into your end. I think you can make a substantial move on the, you know, on yields coming downward. So instead of the ag being down 10 or whatever it is, you know, being cut in half by about five, that's what you watch. So what do you do here, Larry? You stay balanced. You look at these great deals that are being formed around the world. I, I still maintain large cap tech has very little to do uh, with inflation. And I think you can make money there if you have a diversified portfolio. And I continue uh, to think that you know if Europe goes down dollar euro, you have to have some large cap European value. You're getting 4 to 5% yields on some of this stuff. Uh, and if you're an investor for the long term, and you're living off your portfolio, you're in retirement, what a great time to be harvesting income because that hasn't changed yet. Big earnings season. A lot of this is going to depend on earnings. Earnings drive markets and uh, earnings season is going to be incredibly important. Yep. Okay. Well, great, guys. That was that was fantastic. I really appreciate it. Um, I think, and if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com and we'll be back next week.